In a location somewhere between Lincoln, Nebraska and Secaucus, New Jersey, lies a very spooky town. So spooky that it's scary. Welcome to Scary Town. Chapter the fourth, in which a science fiction element is introduced and all dramatic tension is subsequently removed. As I was flying above the Earth's atmosphere in an alien spacecraft, I took a moment to assess my situation. I'd come to the remote hamlet of Scarytown in order to find my girlfriend Janice, who had mysteriously left our apartment moments before I was going to break up with her. In my attempts to find her, I dealt with the Butter Man, a man who loves butter, Laura, a double-double agent working for the Evil Institute as well as the noble Resistance, and now aliens, I guess? I was just as sick of this bullshit as I imagine you are. Nevertheless, I had to press on. I took a brief respite from my confused panic to marvel at the alien spacecraft. The room I was in housed a massive supercomputer. It was truly the biggest computer I've ever seen, and I'm friends with some serious gamers. Whatever species built this, they were truly masters of engineering, and serious gamers. Everything was efficient and impeccably designed. Even the beeps and boops were pleasing to the ear. Suddenly, which is the only way anything happened to me anymore, I heard an unexpected voice. Hell! I turned around to see a six foot three green blob with hundreds of tiny tentacles surrounding a singular eye. On each of the tentacles, there was a tiny mouth. I could see when it spoke, each mouth moved, giving the creature a voice so loud that it hurt my whittle eardrums. In short, it was just another fucked up thing I'd seen today, and I hated it. Hail, I am Overlord, leader of the Scianticors. Hail? What am I hailing? Don't worry about it, it's just hail. No, I want to worry about it. What am I hailing? It's a common alien greeting. It doesn't mean anything, really. D just hail. Everything means something, okay? Where did it come from? Who knows? Black Twitter? I don't know. Just hail. There's no way you're on black Twitter. Oh yeah, I'm here for it, bitch. What? Is that like a black Twitter thing? Oh yeah, if you're here for it, then you're here for it. Like slim girl Twitter, I'm here for it. Thick girl Twitter, I'm here for it, bitch. Well, I'm not gonna hail. I can't talk to you unless you hail. Why not? Because it's very rude. Okay, fine, hail. Nice. Knew you were down with the cause, brother. What cause? Oh, you know. No, I don't know. Look, I know I'm supposed to be impressed or whatever because you're an actual alien and I'm in your actual alien spaceship, but honestly, everything's been so crazy, it's hard to be amazed about anything, all right? I'm just numb right now. You know, blue doesn't show up well on blue, you know? That's not my fault. I'm an alien on a spaceship. That's gotta make a mark. Well, you're probably wondering what exactly is going on. At this point, no. I just want all of this shit to be over so I can be a fresh and flirty single. We'll delete your Tinder, human. Your work is just beginning. No, please, no more bullshit. Pardon my French. French pardoned, if you'll pardon my fart. Ugh, it smells awful. I'm sorry, I... Headaches. Okay, seriously though, unless you're gonna take me to Janice so I can break up with her like a gentleman, I'd honestly rather just find a corner somewhere and die. That's funny. 
my people don't believe in death. When our bodies grow weak, we go backwards in time to the moment of our birth and switch consciousnesses with our younger selves. You could say we know our entire lives from the moment we open our singular giant eye for the first time. You could say that because it's true. Have you ever seen Benjamin Button? Yes, but I don't see how that relates. Uh, it's so close. If you never die, won't that eventually lead to overpopulation? Like you wouldn't believe. Just because we can time travel doesn't mean we're smart, or practical, or even hygienic. I don't even want to know. I just farted again. Right. So, what do you have to tell me? It's not so much what I have to tell you, but what I have to show you. The real world. Oh, we're gonna watch The Real World? Uh, which season? New Orleans? Uh, most people hated Julie, but I thought she got a bad rap. Way less crazy than most Mormons, and I know my Mormons. No, not MTV's The Real World. The actual real world. As in everything you've been experiencing for your entire life has been part of my computer simulation. You're joking. I can't joke. I'm not funny. Tried stand-up for a little bit, but I always felt like I was aping Louie more than developing my own voice, you know? I had this one good bit. It was about, why do bodegas always give you straws? It's like, I can just drink it out of the can. Yeah, why do they always give you straws? See, that's what I'm saying, man. And then when they, you want to order, and they're always staring at you, and it's like, I can't think if you're looking at me like that. You got a thousand options on the board. Give me a second. What am I doing? Reading Moby Dick? Yeah, what are you doing? Reading Moby Dick? And here's my white whale. A good sandwich late night. Anyway, the truth is, you are living inside of a computer program. A computer program? Like Doom or Quake or Mist or Wolfenstein or Number Munchers or Oregon Trail or King's Quest or Space Quest or... Okay, I get it. You grew up in the 90s. 90s kids rule. They really do. But regardless, the moment you entered Scary Town, you were actually entering my computer simulation. Oh my god. So my whole life is fake? Everyone I've ever met or loved or, heck, everyone I ever blew, none of it was real? No, it was real. Those people still know your love and your sloppy oral sex. Only your time in Scary Town was the simulation. When you went to the bus station, we plucked you from reality and put you into the simulation. I knew there was something fishy about that probe in the bathroom. So... Scary Town isn't real? Not the scary town you were in. There is a real scary town, and it's nearly identical to our simulation. Wait, what do you mean nearly identical? Well, the price of a turkey club is cheaper in the simulation. What is it in the real scary town? $35. And that's like a deluxe meal with fries? No, just the sandwich. And I'm not talking Carnegie Deli portions. I'm talking school lunch, your mom packed a Ziploc bag sandwich portions. So like, if you hold up your hands, uh, I'm holding up my hands right now. This big? Smaller. Smaller. This big. Yeah, a uh, little bigger. Little bigger? Yeah, there you go. Is that too big? That's too big. This big? Yeah, oh yeah. Wow, that's a small sandwich. 35 big ones, baby. Okay, but why are you telling me all this now? Because this entire simulation was a training exercise to get you ready to defeat the Institute in the real world. Oh, like the Matrix? 
It is very similar to the Matrix. Holy shit, I never thought of that. Are you being sarcastic? No, I seriously never saw the similarity to my plan and the highest grossing R-rated film of 1999. Well, now you're just making me feel bad. I'm sorry, but yes, it is a lot like the Matrix. I never realized it before. I feel kind of bad, and I guess I'm pretending that I knew about it as a defense mechanism, but... Jesus, I guess I'm just a hack. What, a Louie jokes and I can't even make up my own sci-fi plan. Jesus Christ, whoever threw those Shirley Temples at me was right. I should just get off the stage. Wait, someone threw Shirley Temples at you? Yeah, I did a kid's show once. I still did my bodega jokes and they killed pretty hard, but I tried to get into the relationship stuff and I got my ass heckled. But yes, it is a lot like The Matrix. And we've got a lot more training to do if you're going to take down the Institute. And why are you telling me this now? Because it's part of the next test. We've seen how you fared when you had no idea you're in a computer simulation. Now let's see how you do when you're aware of it! But how will that help me beat the Institute in the real world? It won't! That's the hypothesis anyway. But that's why you run experiments. Did you learn nothing in 7th grade science? Uh, you tell me, nerd. B stands for boron. Oh, touche. Very good. Okay, enough talk. Time to get you into the simulation. Let me just clear up some space on the old hard drive and uh, drag that old simulation to the trash can and shit. Come on, come on, drag. All right, and delete, and yes, I really want to delete that old simulation. God, this thing thinks I'm an idiot. Okay, and it's gone. Just like that, the entire simulation blinked off the monitor. Overlord started typing furiously. He, or she, I don't want to assume anything, I'm woke, dragged and dropped pieces of the universe to assemble a brand new simulation. No! What? What did I just do? You just deleted everyone I ever knew and loved. And blew. What is it with you and the people you blew? You were in that simulation for two days. What part of that do you not understand? Also, how many people could you have possibly blown in two days? You nasty. I am nasty. But I guess I can take some solace in the fact that in their last moments, no one in Scary Town suffered. Um, well, technically, they all experience an excruciating amount of pain when we delete a simulation. Really? Why? Because it's really hard programming a simulation. Jeez, cut me some slack here. I've been busting my ass chugging dew to get this thing up and running. Guy finds out his past two days have been a computer simulation, and all of a sudden, he's an expert on simulations. Okay, he just ripped up a new simulation for you. The test will start- Wait, I don't want to do this. This is insane. Hey, I understand this is a lot to process. Finding out that aliens exist and that they have put you into a computer simulation for the past two days, probably feel like your whole world got twisted upside down. Well, let me take a minute just sitting right here and tell you how it became the prince of a thing called this next simulation. Okay, you're gonna like this. So in this simulation, I gave everyone some funny hats. That's so stupid. Just wait till you see these hats. You're gonna die. Not literally. Die laughing. Again, not literally. Shut up. Okay, happy testing. Overlord reached out his tentacles and pulled me into the computer. Bye. <laughs>
I have no idea how he did that or how that was even possible, but that's what happened. Crazy, right? Weird, wild stuff. Just some weird, wild stuff. I came back in Scary Town just as it was when I first arrived there days ago. Everything was as I remembered it. But true to Overlord's word, every single person in Scary Town was wearing some very funny hats. It'd be impossible to describe the hats and have the humor translate via podcast, but trust me when I say that these were, visually speaking, some of the funniest hats I've ever seen. One of them was even a pun. Can you imagine a hat being a pun? Well, this hat was. It was bliss, if bliss to you is a pun, which to me, it is. Not knowing what else to do, I proceeded to go back into the diner. Hello? Everybody? Talk to Butterman. Feels the same as a human woman in the Meet up with Laura. The Institute is a powerful- Break into the Institute. Please enter your- Break out of jail. Come on, I'm here to free you. Go to the crash site. It was a 50-foot ship. And meet up with Butterman again. I thought I was dead too. When I went back onto the alien ship, I was again transported out of the simulation and into the real world with Overlord. Welcome back. What did you learn? Nothing. I did all of that again in real time to learn absolutely nothing. Excellent. Hypothesis proven. Okay, time for the next test. This simulation, it's going to be exactly like the real world, except sex in the city was never made. How will that let me defeat the Institute? My guess is it won't. But you never know. That's why we test. Again, I was put back into the computer simulation. Again, I arrived in Scary Town. I went through my entire steps for a third time. Uh, feels the same as a Hello? And true to Overlord's word, I didn't hear a single mention of Sex in the City. Curious, I brought up Sex in the City to one of the Institute guards Laura murdered just to see what would happen. Hey, which Sex in the City character are you? What's that? I don't understand the reference. Oh my god, my dick! Ugh, you're such a Samantha. Who? Samantha B? Oh, my fucking neck is breaking fucking slowly! Great, you're back. Learn anything? No. Another hypothesis confirmed. Call us ham and cheese because we're on a roll, baby. That's a terrible joke. What would you rather, tuna salad? Anyway, let's start up another simulation. In this one, Tim Tebow has made it. I think the problem here is I keep repeating the same things over and over. I'm not really learning anything new about the Institute. Mm, that's a pretty good point. Okay, maybe you do something different this time. I mean, I feel like I'm the only one offering up solutions here. Oh. Yeah, I guess I could, like, do something else, right? I'm not, like, stuck in some sort of Groundhog's Day-esque time loop, right? No, and trust me, even if you were, you do not have the screen presence of a young Bill Murray. Not even young Bill Murray and Tootsie? Not even close to Tootsie. Ouch. That guy kills it just working in those waiting scenes. A later, bitch. I was put back into the simulation. Instead of heading to the diner, this time, I walked straight to the Institute headquarters, ignoring everyone who tried to talk to me about Tim Tebow's latest reality show, Teeing Off with Tim Tebow. When I arrived at Institute HQ, I approached their Nest security system. Please enter your employee identification number. Hmm, 
what did I say a couple episodes ago? Oh, uh, six, nine, six, nine. Employee identification number six, D-nine, six, D-nine. Nice, just as cool the second time around. My wife. Employee 6969, please answer the following security question. What was your favorite part of last night's episode of Teeing Off with Tim Tebow? Jeez, I don't know. Um, uh, the part where he prays? Intruder alert, intruder alert. Intruder is definitely a real person who is inserted into a computer simulation. He does not know that to make it big, Team Tebow had to drop the whole Christian thing. That's very specific. A small revolver emerged from the Nest's console and shot me in the neck. It really hurt, and then I died. The simulation ended, and I was back in the real world. What happened? Why did you die? because I didn't know anything about teeing off with Tim Tebow, the fake reality show that you programmed. Well, whose fault is that? Yours. That's fair. Let's do another simulation. All right, maybe this time you can give me like a gun or invisibility or the power of flight or something. I don't know. I don't see how that would help, but okay. Uh, How about all three? Bye-bye, beach. Overlord put me back in the simulation. Once there, I turned invisible, flew into an open window at the Institute headquarters, and listened to tons of high-level conversations about the Institute. How they operate, where their weaknesses are, who's hooking up with who, etc. I ended up throwing the gun away because it was chafing against my thigh. Nobody ever tells you about gun chafing, but it's real. Look up gun chafing on Reddit. Like, pause the podcast and look up gun chafing on Reddit. There are at least two threads. Once I was done hearing all the dirt on the Institute, I flew directly into the sun and returned into the real world. Success. I guess that settles it. A world where nobody caught on to how pervy Disney animators were in the 80s and 90s was what did the trick. Wait, that was part of the simulation? Oh, yeah. Now be a good teenager and take off your clothes. What? (laughs) Sorry, deep cut. Whatever. The dust cloud says sex. Stop it. The priest has a boner. None of that mattered. What helped was the flight and the invisibility. It could be, but unfortunately there's no way of knowing without more tests, and that could really take up a lot of time that we don't have. And we spent 13 years here already. Wait, I've been here for 13 years? I mean, I thought I wasted a couple weeks, but 13 years? Yeah, computers are wild, huh? But don't worry about time. Now that you know all about the Institute, you can stop them in the real world once and for all. Okay, sounds good. Hey, I just realized something. How could I learn anything new about the Institute? You programmed the simulation, so you already know all you know. Wow, huh, great point. So this was all a waste of time. I guess so, but, uh, you had fun flying around all invisible into the sun, yeah? I did. Worth it. Okay, let's fly you to the Institute and do this for real. You mean do everything I've already been doing? Right, but those times it was practice. And now it's real. You got it. And I won't be able to fly or be invisible. What's that now? The thing that worked. I mean, can you fly and turn invisible on your own? No. 
Aw, shit. That sucks. Yeah. We can do another simulation? No. You sure? Yes. Okay. I made some microwave burritos. Do you want one? When did you make them? I guess it was... 13 years ago. Are they still good? Let me check. No. I'll pass. You, uh... You didn't have a kid or anything. No. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure that we didn't have, like, a cats in the cradle thing going on. A what thing? Cats in the cradle. You know that song from the 70s about, you know, the cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. About absent fathers. What is your pop culture reference base? I intercepted a transmission of all the I love the decades from VH1. I'll just have the burrito if it'll shut you up. Thank you. Would you watch a Tim Tebow reality show? Is this the weakest of all the episodes? Find out next time on Scary Town. What's a creative podcast network?